Welcome back. You know what that intro music means. Is there's no rest for these two battlers on Anzac Day. We're coming back for the weekly pod this week after a huge week in the week of golf. And as I introduce my next, well, my, my fellow co-host, AC, happy Anzac Day, mate. I hope you've enjoyed your, your day off. Thanks, Cal. Yep, it's been outstanding. The main course isn't served yet, though. The footy this afternoon. Can't wait. Hoping the Waz can put in a big performance. I'll probably have a good crack at the plus 12.5 point start. I'm, I'm up and about. How are you going, brother? I loved it. Yeah, going good. A, a warm Anzac day in Sydney, and as, as you are, I'm really looking forward to the footy tonight. AC and I both repping some, some Waz kit currently and you might see a couple if we say anything funny and get a reel up over the next week <laughs> yeah can't <laughs> count on that so i see <laughs> what a what a display that live event was in, in adelaide it was pretty impressive the the scenes i just want to get your general thoughts on what you saw at the grange this week yeah, so I must say I, I caught on quite late that you have to you can watch it through the app. Sorry, I was kind of trying to find somewhere to watch it and it took a while for me to work that out. And I only really caught bits and pieces of the last round, but I guess from socials, it looked the crowds looked enormous. Um, Cam Smith was kind of walking around like God out there and it just showed how much Aussie had missed having top level well I don't say top level but some stars in their backyard playing golf it's probably the way I'll say it yeah because they they talk about it all the time how they used to get at least four or five big guys down for the Aussie Open and the Aussie PGA and it was a little bit before COVID but it just kind of stopped happening and I so yeah having all these guys come down was obviously going to generate a big crowd and I just think the excitement of something new that hadn't really been been seen before you're probably not gonna you you'd be silly to say that all of those people there were golf fans I think there was just I think the Fisher playing certainly helped that crowd build yeah that's true um, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Obviously, you're in Aussie at, in a journalist role. Like, have you? What have you heard? Like, did it? Did the people that go really enjoy it? To be fair, I haven't heard a whole lot yet. I'd, I'd say I'll get to learn a bit more over the next kind of few few weeks. But from kind of what I saw, it it did it looked. It looked to me a lot like when the the Harlem Globe Trotters used to come to town. It was just a probably a little bit better than that, but it was it did still seem like an a, an exhibition. Like there's no way you'd catch people doing shoeys and that sort of carry on after round one of a PGA Tour event and and stuff like that. It it does all it doesn't seem like 
serious golf. I understand when these guys get on the golf course that they're definitely trying to win, but it just it just doesn't pass the eye test to me as a proper competitive league. And mm. and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like there's a place for a bit of a bit of a party atmosphere and a bit of something different. Like look at when twenty twenty cricket came to the forefront. Like the the first game of twenty twenty cricket was an absolute piss take. Hamish and James Marshall were wearing taped on afros. It's <laughs> there's no reason Yeah, there's no reason why this can't coexist. But to me at the moment it just still looks <clears throat> like a mm. a bit of a an exhibition. I <laughs> Yeah, on a side note, it looked seriously boozy. Like everyone <laughs> in the crowd looked like they had an absolute skinful. But I, I think I agree. Like from from the parts I saw, I was like, this just looks. It just doesn't quite look like competitive golf. And hey, maybe that's the fact that it's been like the way it is for so long, and a bit kind of stiff. Like no music playing as they're playing, but it just. The feel is very casual compared. It doesn't look like the players are under the pump like they are in a regular event. Is probably the way I'd say it. And and you can probably see that through the fact, as you say, that these people doing showies mid tournament. Ian Poulter was in the mosh drinking. Like he did, he wasn't smashed. I'm not saying that for any second. But I yeah, that part of it just seems like they're having a good time. The players, which is cool, but. It's, it doesn't look like they're under the gun properly. I think the guaranteed paycheck also has something to do with mm-hmm. that. They're not, they're not like once you're out of kind of contention, you're not really playing for you. You're guaranteed a couple of hundred grand every tournament. So even if it's subconsciously, you you kind of slip out of that natural competitor kind of mental mental state. But also, just on a side note, when when are we going to get rid of the shoey? Oh, geez, I can't get around it anymore. Okay, anymore. What's changed there? Is is it the the fella at the Warriors games or what was the guy at the Warriors games? I think he was the tipping point for me. Funny <laughs> the first time. Every every week at Mount Smart, no. But I just think, geez, it's it's so overdone and so grim. Have you ever done a shoey? I was just about to ask you that. No, I actually haven't. You? Not that I can recall. No, but I think I've done. <laughs> recall. I think I've. I think I've done. I've drank some some grog out of a, a gum boot before, but I can't remember whether it was used or not. But it just looked grim. Your golf shoe too. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's an absolute cesspit in there. Like you leave your golf shoes in the car for after a round and your whole car reeks. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be dabbling that. Uh, I kind of feel bad that I haven't done a shoe at least once, but, hey, as you say, you're on the – I'm okay with them, but I, can, I, I just, can't I, say I love them, but I'm not off on them. It's probably – I just think they're just so overdone now. Like, I just think it's – it's yeah. The novelty's <laughs> worn not, off. Maybe I was a crusty old man, but that's just how I feel. At yeah, least. Cal also put the group chat saying he's he's never playing beer. You shouldn't play beer pong after you're 23. Which is... Yeah, I, st- I stand by that. Fuck, I hate that game. Yeah. Really, really showing your age. 
to emphasize the exhibition point i obviously it went around a lot the chase kept kahol and one but and like man it was scenes it was it was very similar to the waste management though i i felt like they were acting a little bit they got a bit carried away with the that and that they kind of were like oh you need to see this well you know we've seen it before like you don't need to you don't need to go there but Chase Kepka shouldn't be there in the first place. Um, like, it's actually, I feel like that's, for me, like a good part of where it kind of falls flat for me is there's just no kind of way. Like, he hasn't played his way in there. The only reason he's there is because he's Brooks's brother. Like, so I, I actually did some digging as well. So he's he's had 35 starts on the DP World Tour. He's made 15 cuts. He's had one top 10. That was between 2016 and 2019. Actually, yeah, he played a few events in 2019. So then he's played on the Challenge Tour to try to get his card again, and he made three cuts in 12 events. And then he tried to qualify for the Corn Ferry Tour 2020 and 2021 and missed out. And somehow he's just kind of bypassed all these people and is paying, playing for a ridiculous amount of coin on the Live Tour. Like, that just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, and it kind of backs up the argument, the World Golf Rankings argument, like how should he be allowed to start earning mm. like decent world ranking points when he hasn't gone through the grind and of all these other pros that are battling battling away on yeah. the Corn Ferry and Challenge Tour, which is still just an exceptional level of golf. Like I can't actually mm. describe how, how good those guys are. And Chase Kepka is obviously still a, a great player, but he couldn't – he was on the challenge tour, but he couldn't even qualify for the for the Corn Ferry tour. And like you said, he's just kind of leapfrogged all of these, these other guys and, and got a start just because of his last name, which it doesn't sit, mm. sit well with me either. And I think it's a – pretty vital point when it comes to OGWR points. Yeah, and hey, that's not to say there's there's 30 good players on this Live Tour event, uh, Live Tour that deserve to be there in terms of their ability. It's, it's just kind of that bottom 15 that it's a bit like, how are we going here? But hey, I think also just important to know how cool that is for Aussie. You know, they... They haven't had, as you said, they haven't had that top level golf. So it's, I'm glad that they got to see, particularly Camp Smith. Like he's an absolute rock star over there. I'm a huge fan of him. He's, he's a real knockabout bloke. He, you kind of feel like he could be a bit like him. He's pretty normal build, just loves a beer, loves the Broncos, like just a good bloke. Yeah, he's a terrific, terrific bloke. And, I, I'd be genuinely surprised to, if there wasn't more than one event down here this year. I was listening to SEN yesterday morning and they were, <laughs> to be fair, it was Vossi and Brandy Alexander, not not exactly golf heads, but <laughs> they reckoned if, if they bought Live Golf to Sydney, they'd be getting 100 grand. Oh, 100, yeah, 100,000 people through. So it, it's just interesting to hear a couple of broadcasters think that way. And mm. I, after what we saw in Adelaide, it'd be 
I'd be surprised if they didn't bring one to another one of the major cities. Yeah, and as they should. You know, they talk about growing the game in nine of their 14 events in America. So, and none of them have been a success. The the first success has been this Aussie event, and this one's knocked all of the other events they've had out of the water. So if they start spreading around and going to different places and, and getting those those big crowds like that's that's good for the tour it's good for golf because the more people watching the better and also i think a a smart play would be a lot of south africans playing on the Mm. on the live tour take taking a couple events over there would be good if you can kind of lock up the the southern hemisphere as a as a kind of a live bias area i think that's a great way place for them to kind of start yeah, I, I actually had that thought the other day as well. I was thinking it seems odd that they haven't put one in South Africa. DP admittedly play a lot there, but you'd think, you know, look, people like Louis and Brandon Grace are probably the biggest, and Charles Schwartz were probably the biggest kind of needle movers in South African golf, other than Ernie. Backpedaling on what you said before about how the, the previous kind of live events are haven't been uber successful i if live adelaide's the only live event you guys have watched i'd really appreciate if you kind of went back and had a look at like live Mayakoba and live in Jeddah. like just it was it was fairly flat so out out of the sample size yeah live adelaide's been a great success but i when they take it back to the states i i'd love to kind of see how it's going to go singapore this week will be will be interesting i can't see can't see the singapore locals getting as as loose as the aussie crowd did and mm-hmm. but hey I, i've been proven wrong on this podcast before so we'll wait there and is see. a lot of expats in singapore so that might help but yeah it, it, you, you can't see anything like aussie happening again this year Hey, Greg Norman keeps saying that they've got more players coming. He said that last off-season. Do you, do you think it's genuine this time? It's really hard to know with the shark, is. really. Like he – what does his word kind of mean? I, look, I'd be surprised if there weren't guys in that kind of maybe 40 to 60 kind of – kind of pull that he's probably classing as big names but i can't see any of the top 15 in the in the world going or even the top 20 apart from maybe xander or patrick cantlay i reckon they they could go and they should go (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are i think those are only two a adam scott looks like he's going to hang out for another couple of years but i wouldn't rule him out if liv took off He's, he's never really been one side or the other. And neither has Cantlay or Shoffley. They really yeah. haven't come yeah. out and pledged their allegiance. Mm. Have you got anything else to kind of touch on on the live event? Or? Just, um, yeah, I want to talk about a couple of, just a couple of quick things. I heard down here in my notes about Poulter getting in the mixer on, on round, after the second round, which is, yeah, Pretty pretty funny. Kind of looked like it. It kind of looked like someone's dad at a twenty first. That's 
That was actually that's a great analogy. That's yeah, spot on. And then just Taylor Gooch, ten under, ten under. This I I had some comms on this golf course with someone who had played it before, <laughs> and just I said, oh, like I heard it's pretty short. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, for the pros it'll be short. It's fucking hard though. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> just 10 under 10 under <laughs> i was like these these guys are uh, definitely are playing a different game but where do you sit with taylor gooch he's i didn't mind him for that Ryder cup comment that he made when live first started was so rogue but i know he did backtrack on it but he still said it he rubs me the wrong way eh? that he, you can backtrack on that Ryder Cup statement, but it, yeah, as you say, he said it, and mm. it was just, yeah, it was bad. And then the other one that got me was, um, it was that first playoff event when they were kind of going through that first lawsuit whether they could play or not, and he was sitting in his car outside the event, waiting to get the verdict. I just thought that was wounding, and then they <laughs> they give him the no, so he has to drive away, which I enjoyed, but. Yeah, I. But the, he is good mates with Max Homer, which makes you think maybe he is a decent bloke. Yeah. yeah but then I, Max would get on I, with anyone. True. As well. yeah. I, Bryson DeChambeau's absolutely fallen off a cliff, hasn't he? It's seriously. I, I don't watch enough of Liv to really, like, get a feel for it, but you just see, you just see the scorecard and you're like, shit. He's really battling against some pretty kind of weak fields. He's just it's a real fall from grace. I'm not sure if it's just injury based or or what. Do you know more about it or Well he lost all all that tin that he put on to mm. to drive it to the moon, yeah. but and he, he, he was still came a, out I, and, think, I think people still forget as well. He was a very good player even until he through COVID, yeah, it, put on that that tin. Yeah, and look, you could argue that him putting on that tin was a success. He got a major out of it, like, mm. and then, but yeah, he's, he's come out and publicly said that he's looking for his kind of twenty eighteen game again. But yeah, it's hard to say because I saw footage of him. He said he was grinding super hard, and I saw a footage of him just doing trick shots and stuff on the range. It didn't really strike me as a bloke who was that concerned about his form, but who knows? That could have just been a couple of minutes of footage. But mm. we'll, we'll move on from live live golf, but overall a success, would you say, AC? Absolutely. I I think any tournament with that sort of, like, with that sort of star power would have been a success in Australia like I don't think it's a live thing as such but yeah it was they had a good week it was good crowding so that's good for them yeah, probably what I'll say <laughs> well we'll move over to the first woman's major of the of the year at the Chevron disappointing showing for Lydia this week but Lilia Vu, Vu just picks up a Picks up a major in an absolute pillow fight of a playoff, but yeah, I don't know if you if you caught much of of this. 
Um, I wa- I followed it a fair bit. I didn't watch watch heaps of it. I I saw the playoff. I uh, saw a few squirrely shots down the stretch from a few of the players. But um, yeah, hitting that one in the drink from Angel Young was just it was tough to watch. It uh, a few are saying that she never had enough club too. She was kind of banking on a big adrenaline, hit a big hook in there, and just she's just tobal one left into the drink. But yeah, I I hate seeing people go down like that. Yeah, it is it is tough to see and a pretty a, a bit a feel good story for for Lily Avu. Just was so close to to giving the game away and yes. What a what a reward for some some hard work from her, a very well deserved major victory, and had a fantastic start to the year this year as well. Yeah, for for those that don't follow the LPGA, it's not a it's not a real surprise. She's got a lot of ability. She's been going well, but I think um, the story that came out was actually pretty amazing how she even kind of the fact that she's even in america playing golf under american flag so effectively so before she was born um her mother was in vietnam and so her grandfather used to kind of go away it was i think it was about five years after the vietnamese war where it was still pretty tough over there and so he'd kind of go away like a month or two at a time and he was actually building a boat And then, so once this boat was built, he's like, okay, guys, we're going. So they they jump on the boat. They, like, have a few others from the village in there, I think. And they get about two days kind of into their journey, and they start sinking, and they, so they fire up a flare, and a U.S. ship picks them up, and they end up going to America. And, yeah, that's, without that event happening, she wouldn't have been standing there a major winner, which is, it's a pretty cool story. I, I enjoyed that yarn. Oh, it's it's so incredible. It's just yeah, and from kind of that situation to get into the sport of golf is is not something that you'd really read about that much. But it's pretty well documented that golf's a hard hard sport for a lot of kids to get into. Just especially over the last kind of fifteen or so years, just how expensive it's been and and even more more so this day and age is just the the way the world is the, the inflation recessions it's just it's inspiring it's pretty unbelievable and i have no doubt that it's going to be the first of a few for for Lilia. she's a absolute flusher absolutely another one who i think was disappointing in the final round was nelly corder She's kind of like the superstar that everyone wants to be, but she, like, yes, she's good. She's very good, but she hasn't, oh, she hasn't quite delivered that moment a lot. And yeah, she, she had even par, but she eagled the last. So I feel like it was quite flattering. Oh no, one under she, sorry, last round, but it was a bit of a, a yeah. Does she have a bit of DJ in her when it comes to major championships? Oh, nah, she's too young to give that yet. I think she's 20, what, four? I don't know. I, 
I think we got to okay. see how it goes. What, yeah. what do you think? Well, she's only got only got one, and yeah, you're right. She is pretty young, but she's had plenty of opportunities to to peel a couple of them off, and and hasn't like. <laughs> I have no doubts that her final career major total is going to be more than one, but mm. it's just she's got herself in that kind of position a few times and and hasn't kind of put the nail in the coffin so it'll be interesting to to see how the the rest of the season goes for her and just so disappointing I know you were all in on your punts for Olivia look for Lydia just pretty tough scene yeah I was actually I was proper gutted about that it it sounds as though she didn't feel that confident going in um, she didn't really feel like she was comfortable where a game was at, but still, I just I thought she'd at least scrap and make a cut if she didn't have her A game. I think that's probably the most disappointing part. Hey, what wasn't to be, but she mm. had plenty more opportunities coming up. <laughs> this week at the at the Zurich was. I don't know how to feel about this tournament, but what what about you? Yeah, no, nah, I'm. I can't. I'm. I didn't tune in, and I'm not. What's? I'm not apologising for not tuning in either. But I. I don't think it's a bad thing because now. Now with the elevated events, you kind of know what's worth watching and what's not. You know, I can just take a week off that week, and I'll just go play golf early in the morning. Yeah, if we're talking about Live Adelaide being an exhibition, I think we probably need it. <laughs> oh, this is way more of an exhibition. <laughs> Yeah, Easily. this is, and it counts as a PGA Tour event. That's laughable. It's, I can't believe that one. When you yeah, said that to I, me the other day, I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, just you don't get world ranking points, but yeah, it, it still counts as a tour one. You you wouldn't want that to be your first tour one on your resume, would you? No, nah, and like take even, what you can get, but yeah, and even someone like Billy Ho, I think he's got seven, but two of them are zeros. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. They have uh, yeah, it's a bit flattering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it has a place. It's just it's just optional viewing, really. Maybe just do yeah. I, I don't know. It's kinda like it kinda reminded me of I don't know how much shared projects you did at uni, but I kinda got to the end of my degree and I was like, fuck, this is not even like my degree really. There's there's all these people just pissing me off in these groups and Stuff, oh, but it kind yeah. of feels a bit like that. The fact that you can kind of leech off someone. You both have to play quite well, but you you can leech off someone and win a PGA Tour event. Yeah, it's a pretty good good analogy. And then you got Cantlay and Shoffley who are just Zurich specialists, yeah. foursome specialists. I must I, say too, we know I was I was the one getting leached in the. In the group projects, I was never the one clinging on. I was always the one doing the hardy mahi. <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, before we we wrap up the pod this week, we'll we'll discuss what our our punts were and and where we kind of where we kind of sit with them. A C just punted Cam Smith and Lydia to win. I punted Kepka to win. Homer and Morikawa to win, Hadwin to win, Hadwin and Taylor to win, and Minji Lee to win. Taylor and Hadwin were the only 
they scared it briefly on Sunday, but apart from apart from that, the, the a big swing and a miss for the Fowlers this week. Yeah, so that takes the running totals. I'm 135 in your 318. Both in the green, though, still. But, yeah, we were way off the pace this week. It was a tough punting week. I looked at it and I was like, God, I, I have no idea here. Have you got any early mail on what, you, what you're kind of thinking this week or will you wait for that? I think I might just to... chuck the, the full amount on Ram at 350. It's seriously short, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I think yeah, if he turns up in eighty percent, he wins. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same, but maybe maybe multi it with with a someone on the on the DP World Tour. I haven't I haven't had a scroll of the odds yet, but that's kind of the way I'm leaning. Yeah, maybe also while we're at it, just the fact that Lucas Herbert won the was it the Hander International. Uh, the ISPS hander in, in Japan it played it. so good, but how, yeah. how about that trophy? If if anyone's seen it, it was on our on our story. It looks if, if anyone's watched the Emperor new Emperor's new groove on on Disney and remembers Cusco Cusco the <laughs> who who was the the emperor dead ringer that hat that he wears in that is, is exactly the same. It's pretty funny. We put it up on our socials today if anyone wants to have a look. It's hilarious. Yeah, I was trying to think of a comp and I literally searched that in at work and then asked you who you thought it was and came out the same person. But there's, there's definitely one other and I just can't. It's been annoying me like ever since I've seen that trophy and I still haven't thought of it, but I'm sure... If I keep thinking that it will come to me in the next week and I'll, I'll get it out on socials. There's, I can't remember exactly what it is, but, yeah. I actually hated that show. I thought it was a bludge of a show. I'd turn it off. Yeah, it was. It was on. terrible. It was It was in that shit kind of era post, like, post, like, Zach, Sweet Life is Zach and Cody and, and Hannah Montana when they were just coming out the, mm. out the end of those fantastic yeah. Disney shows. Yeah. When was, was the last time you the... tuned into Disney Channel? Oh, mm. I don't know. What do I mean? Like my youngest siblings, same as yours, probably similar. Like when they were young. Mm. I don't know. It's too. I couldn't put a date on it. It'd be on the verge of ten years, you'd imagine. Mm. I I think it would have. Yeah, ten years is probably about right. Well, our our era of like Disney and Nickelodeon when it was Sweet Life of Zach and Cody into Drake and Josh, it just was it was the best. Oh, I might even time. I might even go watch some reruns actually. Actually, I tell a lie. I I watched some reruns of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody oh I'd say within the last five or six years. I was, I think I had, I got Disney Plus, and it just was like one of the first things that popped up, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll watch a few episodes." Actually, it's funny you say that because I watched the That's So Raven spinoff when it's like it's her, but she's like a an adult, and she still Any has good? those visions. It was not terrible. <laughs> I can't couldn't say I didn't get through the whole series, but 
I watched a couple of the episodes. It was pretty light watching. Jesus, that's some trouble. Yeah, that is some trouble. And I think that that'd be a, a fair way for us to wrap this pot up. Uh, AC, thanks thanks for your time this week. And cheers, guys, for, for tuning in. And, and buckle your seatbelts for a Warriors ambush in Melbourne tonight. Can't wait to yeah. get up and about when, when the boys salute. So we'll catch you all next week. And AC, see you later, mate. Cheers, Cal. Oh, man, Bob. Oh, man, just go home. That's your home.